Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. We have the story about the uh, pirate streaming services being ordered to be blocked by every internet service provider in the United States. A court, a man in a robe, has ordered that all ISPs block a set of websites. And I don't know if you want to share the story or if you want me to go go for it. Um, I've got it here in front of me from, uh, from Ars Technica. Where a federal judge has ordered all internet service providers in the United States, and this sounds unprecedented to me. I mean, you pay close attention to tech. Mm -hmm. This is what we fought soap over and won, Mm -hmm. and here are judges going and saying that these ISPs have to start blocking. Legislating from the bench. Right, right. Uh, Block three pirate streaming services operated by what they call Doe Defendants, D-O-E, as in like John Doe, meaning they don't know who the operators are. Uh, who never showed up to court and hid behind false identities. The blocking orders affect websites... A wise plan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, affect websites Israel.tv, Israeli-tv.com, and sdarat.tv, as well as related domains listed in the rulings and any other domains where the copyright-infringing websites may resurface in the future. So, sort of an open ending. Is there any place where they may not resurface? The choice of (laughs) words here is... That could happen anywhere or nowhere. Yeah. One of the things that I'm doing with uh, image files from Cell 411 is I take the encoded file, I turn it into a bitmap, so it's nothing but a bunch of pixels, Mm -hmm. and then I re-encode it to uh, try to uh, remove any fingerprints from the uh, image. Okay, like the EXIF data, mm. I think they call it. When you can't, yeah. so you, you can't, you can't do that completely uh, because the it, it has to do, uh, when you take a picture. There's basically even if you remove the metadata, which is what you're talking about, correct? Um, well, removing the metadata and also there's um, uh, it's it's a lossy process. So any noise that gets introduced yes. into the image um, then makes it more difficult to identify things like, oh, you've got a pixel out on your camera. Yes. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Because I was just about to say that that doesn't work. Uh, removing just the metadata is not necessarily enough to remove the ability of somebody to connect to two images, one anonymous and one non-anonymously published. So you can connect it to the same camera. Um, it's, it's definitely not impossible. It's a lot harder though. It, it, it makes things harder. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. All you can do is make it as hard for them as you can. Well, that is the big question here is, are the internet service providers going to fight this ruling? Because she specifically names 96 different ISPs, but then also yeah. says, if even if you're not named, you got to follow this order it, and take down it, these websites. Almost, See, where was their due process? Where did they get a chance I think they, to speak up against? You mean the ISPs? I, I think they the ISPs. Have, I, they, think I, we've, I yeah, think what we've got here is a egregious violation of the First Amendment. Rights. Yeah, they, they have, and I think the ISPs still have an opportunity to. Uh, I don't know if it's appeal because I don't. It's not against them, so I'm not sure how it works. But 
They have the I don't opportunity think you to could still... appeal a ruling to which you were not a party. never a party. No. I think they would have to wait for but action is... to be brought against them. There is some mm-hmm. sort of process that once it comes to you, you have an opportunity to fight it. But has it even come to them? Does not yet. Every ISP in America know about this. No, I, I think uh, I think it has to be presented. And and how do you prove that? Yeah, how do you how do you expect how do you them get to find a out? list of every ISP in America? Good question. <laughs> so apparently, there's a part of the ruling says this. It is further ordered that all ISPs. And any other ISPs providing services in the United States shall block access to the website at any domain address known today or to be used in the future by the defendants, which they didn't know who the defendants were because they didn't show up in court. <laughs> right. Changing a DNS entry does not necessarily just impact a website. It yes. impacts other... All of the things. You know, anything else that it's, it's used for. I always thought that would be a good way to... Uh, make tour sites available for the uninitiated is basically just have them pop up somewhere and it's just a web server that's talking tour to the site on the back end you're talking tour to web but it's talking (laughs) non-tour yeah uh, to the front end it already exists it's tour to web is is one of them okay you're talking about a, a, a service to allow a normal web user to browse the dark web by proxy? Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. without having to know anything about it. Yeah. It's, it's going to increase some risks, right? To well, it's going to involve users. some... You're not going to be anonymous at yeah. that point. Yeah. 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 Uh, wouldn't recommend but you do that. For some things, you don't need to be. This is true. If you're just looking. If you're doing... If you're anonymously... Researching. If you're doing... If you're anonymously publish something, like say, I don't know, Snowden or WikiLeaks, yeah. something like that... That would be a really good use case where you don't. The user doesn't need to be anonymous, but the mm. publisher needs to be anonymous. That, and you're talking about the reader. You're saying the reader. Yeah. Need the reader doesn't need to be anonymous. But there's still right? some things you don't want yeah. to be. You, you don't Sometimes want that on your the record. Publisher, you know, doesn't even That's need true. to be anonymous. I mean, the New York Times has a dark website mm-hmm. that I assume they use. Among other things, for collecting tips. Well, mm-hmm. that's for the sake of the the reader potentially in that case, well, or the, the, tipster, the, the tipster, right? Or the tipster, right? I've got the order itself pulled up here, okay. and on page seven of twenty six pages in uh, part C. So they got multiple parts. It's amazing, this chick is bright enough to write. It, it, they got multiple parts to this order. There's the part uh, that is going against the defendant specifically. Then there's a part against internet service providers. Uh, which tells them to block the sites. Then there's a part against third-party services generally, where it says it is further ordered that yeah, third so parties... It's, it's broader than just internet. Providing so, services used in connection with defendants' operations, including without limitation ISPs, web hosting providers, CDN service providers, DNS service providers, VPN service providers, domain name purchasing services, domain names privacy service, back-end service providers, affiliate program providers, <laughs> web designers, shippers, search-based online advertising Christ, services... Was, I thought that was anybody on the internet. Now I realize it's it's anyone in the world. Period. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're saying that if you provide, we all have to figure out who these. You don't have to have a computer, were, and you're still and prohibited from communicating know. with these people. So how do how is she even going to tell us if we guessed right? There's, I think I think if she talks to these people, she would be committing a crime too under her own order. Well, just to be clear, she's ordering these companies if they have had any kind of business. With the defendants, but they also said somewhere in there, um, even if they hadn't had business with the defendant, or if you, and would... how do you know if you've had business with the defendants <laughs> if you don't know who they are? Well, this is also true, right? The plaintiffs in this case are big 
industry people uh united king film distribution dbs satellite services hot communication systems keshet broadcasting these are all international uh israeli based or whatever copyright holders and they they claim that they hold a bunch of the copyrights that this particular website is allegedly violating when you go to the site i'm gonna add them to the list of people who can't use cell 411 when you uh, when you go to the site, you see a bunch of channels. It's uh, it's basically a reseller. They're taking content from somewhere, maybe a satellite dish or. And they're probably sure getting what. it on the pirate bay. Uh, mm, no, this looks <laughs> like live streaming uh, to me. So it looks like they've got live streamed video channels of all sorts, uh, including like MTV well, it, and the History Channel. It's an IPTV provider, correct? Yeah, looks like it looks yeah. that way. They're selling a month for twenty nine so bucks. It's it's basically it's basically cable internet, or I'm sorry, not cable internet, cable TV over internet. over the internet, yeah, without yeah. permission, right, right, <laughs> without authorization. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a great time to <sighs> cut your if you haven't cut your cable TV. Uh, this is a great time to do it, or cut your satellite TV, or whatever it is you have. Um, well, of course, if you go with a uh, website like this, there's always the chance they're going to disappear next month. Because yeah, but you know what? Um, there's so many IPTV providers out there. I don't think you have to worry about that too mm. much. You just switch. You have to, to know where to look, though, right? You have to know how it's to called, find these. It's called. These sites. I want to say Google, but it, you know, or you know, uh, Star Page, or you know, I thought some IPTV other was illegal. If you don't live in the United States, so-called jurisdiction. Why in the world would you want to show up in their courts? I just this is something I that has not made any sense to me. There was a company, uh, Telegram, the instant messaging software. Oh yeah, they were going to come out with uh, a to- uh, a cryptocurrency. Basically, it was going to be called the Ton T O N Telegram. I don't know something network. I don't remember what it was going to stand for, but they raised a billion dollars in what they call an initial currency offering or an ICO. It was the largest ICO in the history of ICOs. And a lot of ICOs have completely crashed and burned and they've they they were either scams from, you know, top to bottom or they they were legit but they just failed, right? So there's a lot of failure in the world of ICOs. And there were some success stories. But to to raise a billion dollars worth of cryptocurrency is was unprecedented and I don't think it's ever been done since. And the whole ton project got shut down because the U.S. federal government decided to issue some sort of an injunction against them and said, you know, okay, well, we know you don't live here. (laughs) You're based out of somewhere else in the world, but we demand that you answer to our, you know, arguments. And Telegram hired attorneys and showed up in the court. The news out of China, by the way, is getting even more insane. Uh, some of the more recent developments in uh, in and around Shanghai and Beijing uh, include, I'm getting this from the Northrop Gundam channel on Twitter, which just keeps on posting insane videos. They're now putting razor wire, barbed wire, uh, along the interstates or the, the, what are state roads, whatever they're called over there. They're putting, you know, the like the railing, the metal railings that they, you see on the sides of the road sometimes. Yeah. They're wrapping that metal railing in razor wire and to keep people from leaving the roads. Like if you're going to be traveling down the road and you decide you just want to get out of your car and make a run for it. Now you got to climb over some razor wire before you can get into the woods. That's going to make it more interesting when you got to take a leak on the road. (laughs) Wait, back up a moment. Why are they doing this? It's because they seem to be turning the entire... They're out of their minds. They seem to be turning the entire place into a prison. 
an open air prison. You have to understand they just finished and are in the process of like two weeks ago they started taking large metal gates and putting them around the outside of apartment building entrances. So you cannot leave your apartment building without authorization now. Okay, so are these these things that are on the side of the road? They're put, they're putting. You're saying they're putting them around the. Uh everywhere in the country or just in the just areas the they're locking down. Like it's not clear it's definitely in the areas they're locking down i don't know how far it's expanded i got an update for you from the a and h news network if you give me a double up but anyway what's a and h stand for astute and honorable but i told ian nice. asked, ian's how i just made it up yeah i was gonna say i don't know of any such news network that's actually honorable no, no. <laughs> Well, I'm. I, I'm I kind of like the hill. Officer. What's that, Major? I'm, I said I'm the chief corporate officer. Okay, gotcha. Anyway, um, yeah, this the 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 doo doo on the wire that goes back to the Nam. The, the gooks used to put uh, doo doo on the bungee sticks. Can you say gook on the radio? <laughs> yeah, I think you can. Uh, yeah, so that the idea would be if you got cut, then it would infect you more likely. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, nasty, funky. Mm-hmm. I guess if they're trying to kill you, you can call them whatever you want. Yeah, it's pretty sick stuff. Uh, we're just looking at some of the other content here from the Northrop Gundam channel on Twitter. It's at Gundam Northrop if you want to find it. I've linked to it over the last few days on our social media platform at social.freetalklive.com. But I was telling these guys off the air, and I'll tell you on the air, this this crazy, like, fake I don't even know what the like how to describe this like fake things that exist in life that you take for granted, right? So like when you walk down the street, I dated a girl like that one time. <laughs> if you walk down the street and you see a fire hydrant, you take for granted that there's water there. The amazing thing is the only thing the commies ever made that works was the AK-47, and that was one and man. And the liberals hate it. Yeah. It's like their one accomplishment. <laughs> and it was a great accomplishment, but it wasn't the commies. It was just one guy. It was well, it's always just one guy. Yeah. Every, everything's just one guy. Well, as soon as you put a group in charge of creating something, then you get all kinds of problems. Yeah, it's so called that's, theocracy. That's, that's why the AK was a success coming from China, whereas all the other things are a total failure. Because mm. no one got in his way. He was able to design this gun that, to this day is still one of the most widely carried weapons on the planet. The people who are claiming that a thing should cannot be done should stay out of the way of the people who are doing those things. <laughs> yes, <laughs> indeed. So, I mean, that's those are the only updates I have from uh, Shanghai and uh, where the, the lockdowns I don't know continue. if I could take another update from no, Shanghai. It's brutal. It is hard to handle what's going on out there. I mean... The- Even from a distance, how crazy must it be... To live there. I can't even imagine it. I mean, they literally are locking people in their apartment buildings now. So far, we wrapped up 1,000 tickets on the the uh, speeding van tickets. You got you a get a cut of that? You got, you got man, you, you got to cut back on those speeding tickets. I don't think you can afford that. Well, the thing is that I'm not getting any cut out of it. But these are oh, just you said we. tickets. You said we so, racked them so up. you don't well, even have to win to be happy, so long as somebody loses. Well, they've been ki- running people over and killing everybody. That's the problem. They did. They did this to themselves. So We're you're saying everyone they ran themselves over? You're you're blaming everyone who speeds for whatever few people actually got hit by somebody. 
Well, the thing about it is that all of our, ever since they removed those, um, they've just been going back to very bad driving behavior. I mean, we have the worst accident rate, worst pedestrian fatality rate ever last year. So what, apparently uh, none of this helped. <laughs> Sir, what, what did they remove? It's like when somebody dies and somebody, I just talked to him yesterday. Well, didn't help. (laughs) I think we removed all of the red light cameras 11 years ago. All of it. Uh, The feeding band, every single one of them. Have you been calling this show for 11 years? Maybe. Didn't I call before then? I don't really remember. Yeah, I feel like you, I think you did call before they took away the, uh, the cameras. My God, it's been that long. Sarah, if the government came to you and they they gave you a ticket, not for speeding, but just for something else that you did that you didn't know was breaking the law, would you be able to pay it today? Well, they, they let you. Right now? Well, this one, you. Well, this one, you could work it off. She's not for answering this one, your question. They'll let you. Yeah, I, I kind of figured. Well, if they give me an option to work it off, I would do four hours of I'll work. I'll give you an That's option. Like 25. <laughs> Well, for this ticket, they let you do that. You that. It's twenty it, bucks an hour. You know, it's going to be less than ten, Sarah. Less than ten. What? Well, ten dollars per hour for working work. it off. I don't know. It's fifteen no, here in New York. It comes down to look at. Okay. Okay. Close four enough. Out, four hours for a hundred dollars. That comes out to twenty-five dollars an hour. For, you guys get twenty-five dollars an hour credit for community yeah, I'm a, service. I'm a little there? skeptical of that. That's pretty hey, sweet. Yeah, that's, that's good that's, money that's if you can keep doing it after you were out of uh, out of hours. So basically, what you're saying is a poor person should take a day off of work, and so they don't have to make money at the normal way they do it, and go work for the state for several hours so they can pay off the ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go make a rich well, guy richer. Okay, very simple. Do not speed in front of a speeding camera. I've heard somewhere in the past with regards to the uh, red light cameras and uh, and speed uh, installations where they're, uh, you know, sure they're issuing these tickets, but they, the, the trouble is, is that they, uh, you know, the documentation is, is lacking the personnel and uh, the um, chain of, of custody for, for the documentation. You're talking about how and, the tickets are issued in an automated uh, system, that it's all done by computer, and that it's a private company, and so therefore there's some questions about due process and all that. Is that what you're saying? Right, and, and okay. that I, you know, I was I was told that that you could just ignore their. Uh, well, I don't know who told you that, but uh, you know, you you may want to consider. And I can't give legal advice, but if it were me in this circumstance, I would challenge it. I would challenge the ticket. I would demand uh, court as a result of it, and see if they can put the automated robot on the stand. <laughs> oh God! If 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 Abel's been if dude's been driving, he does not want to draw any attention to himself. <laughs> You're talking about our caller. People ask me, you know. Well, why would, why do you think uh, these ANCAP protection agencies would be better than the police? And it's like, well, for one thing, they don't get to judge their own cases. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if if you have a dispute with one of them, you've got to they've they've got to get it judged by one of their competitors, not 
you know, their boss. Or an independent agency of some sort. Yeah. Whatever that would look like. But, you know, that would You're all be, about in a if, world they're, no if, they're a, if they're a security company, then the other security companies are, are their competitors. Well, there may be arbiters out there, not just security companies that would be doing the, the arbitration. It's hard to know what the marketplace yeah. would look I'm, like in I'm security. Bit, arbitrary. I'm a little bit skeptical that we need it in the first place. Like That we need what? Like, like there's arbitration. A lot, uh, well, no, I'm not saying we don't necessarily need arbitration, but security. I'm just saying, like a lot of the the function of government, right? Like policing for. I think a lot of people want like that. that. I think uh, you find oh, that a sure, lot of people. Sure, sure. I'm not that. saying people don't want it. What I'm saying is, I don't think we necessarily need it. I don't think that. I don't think there's there would really be that much of a difference. You know, whether or not you had 500 cops on the street or 5,000 cops on the street, like most of the crimes that occur, most of what police do is they do things like issue tickets. Like mm-hmm. it's not, you know, it's not keeping bad guys off the street. Like, like what, how is it really going to impact your life? It's probably not going to make much Well, if you actually had a, if you actually had a security force whose job it was to actually go after criminals, then maybe they'd be pretty effective. But it would be really cool if Patreon allowed people to accept cryptocurrency payments. They don't uh, at this time. But Chris, you have some infra- uh, some interesting ins- information about that. Yeah, I got What's a, happening? I got a story. It's the story is from TechCrunch.com, um, and the title is a little bit of a, a slanted, I think, on this one. But mm-hmm. um, it's a major Patreon survey shows that most creators don't want crypto payments. Hmm. Now it's kind of it's kind of interesting because. The survey itself, um, it, it it doesn't it doesn't actually lead one if it, you know depending on your perspective to think that they won't take crypto payments because what it actually shows is we say they you mean Patreon or Patreon, the creators right okay. Patreon so and and I actually don't know if I've read the whole story even at this point but um, what the sur- survey shows is that there's actually a lot of support for cryptocurrency on Patreon hmm. it just isn't. Um, you know, it just isn't everybody, right? Most, uh, of course not. Why would it be? Right. Um, there. Nobody is, wants that stuff. <laughs> yeah. See if I can. I don't know if I can actually blow this up enough uh, to really see it, but uh, yeah, I can't really do it. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's basically they they basically have uh respondents basically based on like interest. So there are mm-hmm. some. There is one category where there are a lot of people who are basically against cryptocurrency. When you're seeing $150 to do a wire transfer, or um, if you're looking at uh, other means, like for example, if you're using, if you're a merchant, and you're using the Visa, Mastercard, credit card. Every time you do a transaction, you're looking at like th- again, it varies three, three four, five percent. And yeah. if you also take into effect, like you're going to probably have bought stock as well. Well, that might, and if you're using a credit card, that's another possibly five percent. You know, three, four, five percent. And there might be other and costs in, in there as well the, that aren't taken into account. You, like you, you got to consider. The energy that gets used by all those executives with their yachts, right? right. And you and know. nobody, you were in the banking industry. You know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They I'm looking waste at it. a lot of lot of money and a lot of energy. I'm, I'm looking at it from a merchant's perspective because I have a business. But you actually worked for these guys at one point, so it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy. It's like. You're just you're just going to ignore like all of the costs of yes, maintaining. Yes, they are. They're going to completely ignore it. You, uh, yeah, yeah, you're just going to completely well, ignore when you've the cost of maintaining to, that to infrastructure. Print money, you don't have to pay attention. <laughs> right. Well, in this case, we're talking about the visual artists or whoever. That's the 68 percent that are against using Bitcoin. I mean, these are you know they heard somewhere that Bitcoin's yeah. bad for the environment and they wrote it off and they said, oh well, you know that's it. 
there is uh, a self-hosted platform. Now, you still have to obviously connect to a credit card account. Yeah. Um, it's called LibrePay, mm. and there might be something better out there, too. But um, basically, it allows you to have subscribers. Yeah. And... You then basically you're you're kind of yourself you're doing your own billing. Yeah, you're doing your yeah. own basically charging those cards. We had that for uh, we didn't have LibrePay per se, but we had our own system that we spent way too much money building uh, well, 15 years ago. This is a free software system yeah. that doesn't rely on some custom code, so it's that's it's nice. Way it's know, easier to yeah to yeah. maintain. Um, and that may be something worth looking at again in, in the future. But again, the problem is always when it comes to credit cards, the Absolutely. problem is always you got to go through some bank somewhere. I and mean, there's just yep. no way around that. I mean, the, the benefit, though, of using... Have you considered Square? Because the, the main... they're pretty good. I mean, the main, none of them are good. The main potential benefit of having your own solution, and I don't know if LibrePay does or doesn't support like multiple like mm, companies for, for credit cards, but one of the main benefits would in theory be you could pick if, if one credit card co- or one merchant service provider shut you down, you could just switch to a different provider. A different one with Whereas, the same software. Right, yeah. and your subscriptions are stay, stay. stay up working. Sure. Whereas if you are on Patreon and they shut you down, You're well, now you got to ask your all your pay your pay. Patrons, patrons, yeah, I guess, to, rejoin. Uh, to resubscribe. And you yeah. know, they may not. They may not see their email. You know, whatever. Right. This food truck was taking Bitcoin early on before even I think Bitcoin Cash even existed. So this is, would have been 2015, yeah. 2016. And uh, and then what happened was they they did well enough in their business that they were going to move into an actual physical location. Uh, in downtown Keene, of course, that's I'm like, all right, great. We'll have a we'll have a place where we can have another crypto meetup or whatever. I was very excited about it and talking yeah, to the business did that for owners. Yeah, talking to the business owners about accepting Bitcoin. You know, moving to the new location with Bitcoin, and they told me they were not going to accept Bitcoin, or somehow the word had gotten to they, me that they weren't going they to. They were accept accepting it uh, there in that new at location. the food truck. Uh, no, even at the. Um when it was in the bookstore, but it, but they stopped. They stopped. You're right. They did a very uh, shortly thereafter. That's true. Yeah. They stopped right afterwards after one of the stop-free keeners started working for them <laughs> as a chef in the kitchen, and they claimed that they had customers complain about the fact that they accepted Bitcoin. Now, this is long I, before... This is, just to clarify, this is long before <laughs> this whole Bitcoin's going to kill the environment thing yeah. came out. That wasn't even a thing I, at, at all. The funny thing about this is, this is still at a time in which you had to explain to people what Bitcoin was. That, that's sure. the funny part of this. Yeah. So it's like most people would, wouldn't have even known what it was unless you explained it to them. But there were enough people... Especially the stop three keener types, because yeah, they for were sure. not the sharpest knives in the drawer. No, but they know they hated us, those people hate... And we were the ones... Using the activists, and they know that we are the yeah. ones promoting Bitcoin. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.